You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. This show is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Go to RockAuto.com for amazing selection. Reliably low prices are the parts your car will ever need. And tell them that Lockdown sent you. And the how did you hear about his box? On today's show, we're going to talk about Jorge Soler, amongst other things, as the Royals continue to churn on in spring training. We're kind of reaching that stage in spring training where, all right, let's just get to the real thing. Let's get to the real product here. Uh, but uh, Jorge Soler, he had a couple home runs uh, yesterday, you know, in the last couple of days. So, hey, one yesterday, one the day prior. If Jorge Soler can get back to hitting home runs and being consistent as a power hitter, that really opens things up for Kansas City. I mean, he's one of the all-bounce-back guys. I mean, this entire lineup is really looking for bounce-back guys. Soler, Santana, Lopez, Mondesi, Benatendi, all these guys are searching for that bounce-back, and Soler can really do that along with, of course, Hunter Dozier, Solaire can do that if he can bring the power. Uh, I think he's more of a kind of modern-day hitter. Hopefully he bounces back. Again, it's easy to hit home runs in Surprise, Arizona. It's easy to hit home runs in Arizona, period. Uh, These numbers are uh, a tad inflated. But all in all, you, of course, would rather have him hitting home runs than not hitting home runs. I think that this offense should give you a bit more hope so far in, in spring training. Like, if... If you want to buy in and if you want to believe in spring training numbers, they've done all the right things. The needle's kind of progressed in the right direction. Feel confident in the bounce back from a lot of these guys. And if you do get that bounce back lineup, then you'll have an ability to truly capitalize and truly win some of these important games moving forward. The lineup will be a really pivotal part of all this. And you know, the, the rotation will too. And I mean, it's it's not just a bounce back from the lineup. You're going to need a bounce back from you know, Danny Duffy and you need a bounce back from Mike Miner and Wade Davis and a lot of bounce back candidates on this team. I still think that as Cleveland deals with some clubhouse issues right now where you know their top guys like from Reyes and other guys are ditching COVID protocols and being suspended, you know, I think that that matters in baseball more so than most sports. I think that the clubhouse atmosphere and environment truly matters and truly kind of translates to uh, various you know, wins and losses and things like that. I think that Kansas City is still in line right now after a couple weeks of spring training to be one of the top three teams in this division and, and to be able to capitalize on their easy schedule in April. I say it every day, but April is big. April is going to be the difference maker. In yesterday's game against the Reds, Kyle Isbell also had a home run. I really like Kyle Isbell. Again, I just don't. You know, Michael A. Taylor, Gerard Dyson, they're taking away these opportunities from Edward Livieris and from Kyle Isbell. Uh, who knows, I guess, if they're not ready yet, but they seem ready in all of these uh, 
you know, for 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 Olivieres, he's he's been ready at the major league level last year. He was one of the best hitters for the Royals since the trade happened uh, last year. Kylas Bell uh, performed extremely well in spring training uh, last year. Is now doing the same thing this year. Uh, I think that he's probably still maybe half a season or a season away. Uh, Ryan O'Hearn continues to mash in surprise again. I just cannot buy into Ryan O'Hearn. He does this every single year where he's going to be really good in surprise Arizona, and then he just kind of tampers off when they get to Kansas City. Uh, so I can't really buy into that either. But we're at that that point in the uh, spring training where it kind of gets the dog days of spring training. It, the 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 novelty of it has worn off. And just kind of waiting for these games to mean something. Because you can't really overreact to anything. I mean, Sebastian Rivero has been incredible behind the plate. But does anyone think that he's going to supplant Cam Gallagher as the backup catcher? I don't think anyone thinks that. And he needs the repetitions anyway. He needs to get more reps than just being the backup catcher for Perez. So, I mean, what can you even take away from that other than, oh, yeah, in in a year or two, he'll be really good. Uh, Bobby Wood Jr. has been an incredible story, and Bobby Wood Jr. continues to impress every single day. He's back as the leadoff hitter today. I wish the game can be found on MLB.tv. It just will not be simulcasted on Fox Sports Kansas City, so you will need MLB.tv to access it. It'll be on Fox Sports Milwaukee or Fox Sports Wisconsin, whatever the heck it's called, for the Brewers. You'll be able to watch Mike Miner and his group. Again, the lineup will be Witt, Santana, Perez, Soler, Dozier, Taylor, McBroom, Isbell, and Lopez. And the Royals are off on Friday, and then from there, they'll play against Saturday. And then Sunday, again, will be at 8.05. That will be on uh, the Dodgers station, so you can watch them on MLB.tv. And I, that is the only night game Sunday, so it should be simulcasted onto MLB Network. If you don't have MLB TV, it should be on MLB Network as well, uh, if they kind of do things the more traditional or typical way that they have been doing things. Uh, the first broadcast for the actual Fox Sports Kansas City crew with Hudler and them will be Tuesday, March 16th against the Mariners. So you're going to start to get to see some more action. We've gotten to see more this week than ever before. But still, I mean, that's another aspect of, of why it's to that point in spring training where, I mean, there's only so many times you can read a, a, a beat writer saying, okay, here's a home run, you know, Jorge Soler had a home run, or Ryan O'Hearn had a home run. You're not getting to watch a lot of this stuff with your own eyes to really know what's what's happening um, Jackson Coars looked decent enough. I, I, I don't know if he'll break the camp, you know, break camp with the big league club, or if he'll go to the minor leagues. I think he'd go to the minor leagues. It's it's kind of a, it's kind of a set roster right now. We can go through a projected twenty six man roster again. Not much has changed. I mean, just the addition of Gerard Dyson bumps out Olivieras from our last roster projection. But that bullpen does have spots open. I mean, from Wade Davis all the way down the line. I think Davis gets in, but I'm, you know, Brad Brock's still a name out there that, you know, can he get in? Does he not get in? Who knows? We'll see what, what he can do. It, it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out for sure. I would expect, you know, as another milestone or another, you know, kind of mark here as we ramp up into the third week of spring training, I would expect that, you know, next week, maybe around the early stages or latter stages, you're going to see an opening day starter announced. That way you can kind of, plan out your days. I mean, we're already on the 11th and the season opens on the 1st. So that's only two more Thursdays from now before it's opening day. So you're going to start lining that up on the throw days and simulation games and things like that. Uh, if I had to guess the opening day starter, I'd say it was going to be, I say it's going to be Brad Keller. I think that Keller starts it out. Then you maybe go singer and then Boobich, Duffy minor or something to that effect. That's the way I do it at least, or, or even minor and then Duffy, you know, flip flop those two, four, five. And then the big storyline to follow again is just Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, Bobby Witt Jr. I think is going to be stellar throughout the rest of spring training. And 
ultimately will start his season in the minor leagues, and we'll see if he can get called up at some point throughout the 2021 campaign. We'll see what happens from here, and we'll see if Kansas City can make things happen this year if they want to make happen. They want to try to be you know, that playoff caliber team. They want to try to be uh, that kind of that kind of quality ball club, and we'll see if they can do it. I think they can be at least be a above 500 team, which we talked about before. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about some more stuff on the Lockdown Rose podcast brought to you by rockauto.com. So we'll talk about them right now. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. Rockauto.com has been in business for 20 years. It's a family-owned business serving you auto parts online. I love rockauto.com because I know nothing about cars, absolutely nothing about cars, but I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do is put my make, my model, my year into their database, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting money on parts I cannot use, parts I do not need. It's so simple and so easy to go to rockauto.com. I love the fact that they don't upcharge you for being a do-it-yourselfer. Other places locally will go ahead and upcharge you for that, and, and they'll kind of take advantage of what you don't know. RockAuto.com has one reliable low price for everyone, no matter if you're a do-it-yourselfer or if you actually know what you're doing under the hood or with your car in general. They'll help you out at RockAuto.com. So go there right now, RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices on the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Tell them that Locked On sent you in the how did you hear about us box, and they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. We're back on the Locked On Royals podcast and Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you about our friends over at the Locked On Bets podcast. Betting on the MLB does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day for following the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcast from, including the Radio.com app. I want to take the time now to go through and pick the Big 12 and SEC tournaments, the local teams in there. Let's start with the Big 12, which kicks off tonight. I've got Kansas State moving on against TCU and Oklahoma moving on against Iowa State. Iowa State's a dreadful program right now. I'm not sure how they've gotten so bad so quickly. I think I could have coached them to more than two wins this year. Oklahoma State gets the job done. I'm sure say Oklahoma gets the job done in that matchup. So they'll move on to take on Kansas and Kansas State moves on to take on uh, Baylor. I think that Kansas State will win that first-round game against TCU as kind of a one-last-win-one for the Gipper type of deal, as it seems as though Bruce Weber is on his way out after the conclusion of this Big 12 championship, which for Kansas State will end against Baylor in the second round. They're going to fall to the Baylor Bears, who will move on to the semifinals, and then they'll take on the winner of West Virginia, Oklahoma State, I love this Oklahoma State program. I think that Mike Boynton has a, done a phenomenal job coaching up the Cowboys. Cade Cunningham has been incredible. And also, I love the fact that they have what it takes to win as a team. It's not just Cade Cunningham. Now, Cade Cunningham's incredible. He's the best player in the in the college basketball scene. He's going to be the top overall pick in the NBA draft. He's awesome. But there are some great complementary pieces around Oklahoma State that make them sustainable moving forward, even without their top prospect in Cade Cunningham. Now, of course, you got to respect West Virginia. 
You got to respect the press, respect Huggy Bear. You got to respect all that stuff. But I'm still going to go with Oklahoma State in this one to move on to take on Baylor. And then Kansas and Oklahoma. I think that Oklahoma will blow out Iowa State. And I think that Kansas comes in here without David McCormick. I am a Kansas fan. I like Kansas basketball. I, I, I want Kansas to win. I'm not sure what they can do without David McCormick, but I think that they can just narrowly squeak out a game in which they look really bad for three-fourths of it, and then all of a sudden at the very, 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 very end, they pull it out and move on against Oklahoma to the next round. I've got Kansas Kansas narrowly winning against Oklahoma. And then the big showdown, Texas and Texas Tech. Shaka Smart versus Chris Beard, and I'm going to go with the coach in this one. I think that the rosters are kind of evenly matched, and it goes to a coaching game, and I think that Chris Beard is a much better coach than Shaka Smart. So it's going to be Tech and Kansas in the semifinals along with Baylor and uh, Oklahoma State. You know, I, I want to go upset here and go Oklahoma State to the championship, but I just can't do it. Baylor's so good, and it pains me as somebody who's been a Scott Drew detractor all these years to go with Scott Drew here, but I'm putting Scott Drew into the Big 12 championship and then you've got Kansas and Texas Tech. I've got to go Texas Tech because of the no David McCormick factor. I just don't know if Kansas has enough right now to keep up with Texas Tech, uh, you know, especially on the second night in this tournament. I'm going to go at Tech, but I really hope Kansas pulls it off. Obviously, I'm, I'll be rooting for Kansas in that game. It'll be Tech and Baylor in the championship of the Big 12. And I really think that this will be one of the more interesting championship games uh, in college basketball. I think that... It'll be very fun. I think it'll go back and forth, but I think Baylor wins it and wins the Big 12. They've been the best team all year long, uh, and they're going to win this tournament in general. So that's kind of taking care of Kansas and also taking care of Kansas State. But I, I didn't forget about you, Missouri. I didn't forget about you in the in the SEC. I, I'm an equal opportunist. We'll, we'll be able to supply you with some SEC uh, title picks and, and get you ready for the uh, Big 12 tournament. I've got A&M taking on Vanderbilt and beating Vanderbilt. And then they're going to go take on Florida. And from there, I've got Florida beating A&M, and they're going to take on Tennessee. So then that concludes the, the play-in for the Florida game. Florida takes on Tennessee. Now, Mississippi State and Kentucky, I'm going to go with Kentucky here. They just have a more talented ball club, and I think that they can finally put it together against a team like Mississippi State with all this time to prepare for them. But I could see Mississippi State winning that game as well. And then you got Georgia and Missouri. I'm going to go with Missouri to win big over Georgia and move on to take on Arkansas. South Carolina, Ole Miss. I'm going to go with Ole Miss to win that one. Now it's set it up to where we got Kentucky, Alabama. I'm going to have Alabama just steamrolling Kentucky and moving on. Florida, Tennessee. I've got Tennessee knocking off Florida again like they did this past weekend. They're going to move on to take on Alabama. So it's going to be Alabama, Tennessee in that side of it. Missouri against Arkansas. I've got Missouri pulling off the upset over Arkansas to move on to the semifinals. It'll be Ole Miss, LSU. I've got LSU moving on. And then from there, I've got LSU advancing over Missouri into the championship game. And I've got Tennessee pulling off the upset into the championship game as well. So it's going to be Tennessee and LSU in the championship game. And I've got Tennessee winning the entire SEC and winning the tournament of the SEC for this year. I think that Tennessee's a really good program, really good team right now. They hit some rough patches throughout the regular season. But, hey, if things can start clicking and go their way, like if they're on and, and they are playing for the best of their ability, there's not a lot of teams that can beat Tennessee uh, in, in the NCAA period. So I think that they can win the ACC tournament with a hot week uh, if they can get things going in the right direction. And while we're at it, let's just go ahead and pick the ACC. I've got Pittsburgh you know, moving on, of course, but that didn't happen. And then I had Duke moving on, that did happen. And then I had Notre Dame moving on, that did happen as well. 
So then from there, I'll pick North Carolina to beat Notre Dame. I'll pick Duke to beat Louisville. I'll pick Miami to beat Clemson and then Syracuse to beat North, uh, North Carolina State. And then I've got Virginia mopping the floor with Syracuse. I've got Georgia Tech mopping the floor with Miami. It'll set up Georgia Tech and Virginia in the semifinal. I've got Florida State moving on against Duke. And then North Carolina falls in a heartbreaker to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's a much better team this year than North Carolina. They are miles ahead of North Carolina, but I think that North Carolina can make a run here. They're starting to play better basketball, starting to play better offensive basketball. I think that they can try to make a run and then lose a heartbreaker to Virginia Tech to send them home in the quarterfinals. So it's Virginia Tech, Florida State. I've got Florida State there. And then, of course, Virginia mops the floor with Georgia Tech, and they win the whole thing because they're going to go on the championship, and they're going to beat Florida State. So that's who I have in the ACC side of things. I like the veteran guard play there. And then the Pac-12 tournament to conclude things out here for the March Madness picks. I've got Arizona State moving on to take on Oregon. They're going to fall to Oregon. UCLA tops Oregon State. Utah tops Washington. USC tops them. And then Stanford moves on against Colorado, and Stanford beats Colorado. So it'll be USC and Stanford. I've got USC moving on. It'll be UCLA and Oregon. I've got UCLA moving on. And then it'll be USC, who's the champions of the Pac-12. So that's what I have moving forward for the Power Five conferences. Uh, And then we can wrap it up with the Big Ten, because I forgot that they were even a part of this. So they are a Power Five conference. Let's do this real quick. The Big Ten uh, tournament will... I'm trying to find the bracket here. Let, let's see if I can do it in a matter of time. Okay. Nope. This is all about wrestling. Who cares about a wrestling tournament? Has anyone in the world watched Big Ten wrestling? I'm not sure. Maybe they have. I, I don't know the market for Big Ten wrestling. Let me know. You Nebraska fans out there. Uh, I don't. I can't find the Big 12 tournament bracket. It's not been as easy as the other ones. So I guess we will not do it then. Uh, this is kind of strange and odd and peculiar. Uh, I, I don't know why this is not popping up. Big 12 tournament and Big 10 tournament 2021. Uh, let's see if this is going to be the bracket. And it is. Here it is. Okay. So I've got Michigan State going on to take on Michigan. And then from there, it'll be Michigan avenging their loss against Michigan State. Minnesota goes on to play Purdue. Purdue goes on to play Michigan. Michigan goes to the title game. And then the other side of the bracket, I've got Indiana moving on to take on Illinois. It'll be Illinois advancing in that one. I've got Penn State upsetting Wisconsin, and they'll take on Iowa. I've got Iowa advancing that one. So it's Iowa, Illinois, and it's also Purdue and Michigan. I've got Michigan going to the title game, Illinois going to the title game after beating Iowa, and it will be Michigan being the Big Ten champions. So that is the final straw in the Power Five conferences. Now, I do want to tell you about good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place your bets on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline even has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today. And whenever you sign up today at BetOnline.ag, you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Whenever you use promo code LOCKEDON, that's BetOnline.ag, your online sportbook experts. BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I also want to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar Madness is happening right now. It's March Madness, but to crown the best tasting Built Bar. And I've got the Built Bar today of 
Camo Brownie moving on in the Built Bar tournament. But again, the real winner here as we progress through this tournament is going to be cookies and cream. I love the cookies and cream option. Check them out today, builtbar.com, uh, promo code locked on 20, 20% off your next order. Builtbar.com, promo code locked on 20, 20% off your next order. I love Built Bars. You will love them too if you give them a try. Billboard.com promo code LOCKDOWN20. Go there also to vote on your favorite flavor of Built Bar. Let me know what your favorite flavor is on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And now I want to tell you about our good friends over at the Lockdown MLB Prospects Podcast. If you're the type of baseball fan that cannot help but get giddy over prospects, we have the Prospects Podcast for you. It's a Lockdown MLB Prospects Podcast hosted by minor league play play voice Aaron Layton. It's the daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. From team-focused farm system breakdowns to prospect rankings and interviews with some of the brightest up-and-coming stars in this game, Locked On MLB Prospects is the best way to start and plug in to the future of your favorite team. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts from. And so again, the Royals will play again today, and they'll play tomorrow, and then, uh, excuse me, they'll play today, they'll be off tomorrow, play Saturday and Sunday, and then we'll be back on Monday through Friday to recap all of the spring training action. Let me know your favorite spring training storylines on Twitter, at Locked On Royals. Let me know what you want us to talk about on Twitter, at Locked On Royals. Let me know your... March Madness picks at Locked On Royals. Let me know all that stuff at Locked On Royals. Be good and be good to another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.